Here in Brustil, that covers several beers from around the country, around the world, and especially here in Sacramento. Discovering new beers is a huge part of the process, which is amongst my favorite parts of hosting this podcast. And many of those beers are discovered at craft beer festivals. In this edition of Brustilled, I'll be talking to Gina from the Running for Rhett Foundation about their upcoming California Brewers Festival, their inaugural Farm to Fort Beer Festival, and how they support the noble mission of Running for Rhett. But first though... Let us begin. Cheers, everyone. Welcome to Brew Stilled. And in this edition of Brew Stilled, I'll be talking with Gina from Running for Rhett about the mission of Running for Rhett, their amazing event, California Brewers Festival, and their upcoming inaugural Farm to Fort Beer Festival, which will be held in October at the Sutter's Fort State Historical Park here in Sacramento, California. So if you're looking for something to do on September 17th and on October 22nd, do consider checking out these two amazing craft beer festivals. And before I begin my interview with Gina, what beer am I pairing for this edition of Brew Stilled? Well, that beer is called Tahoe Deep from Knee Deep Brewing Company in Auburn, California. This excellent craft beer from Auburn, California is an Imperial IPA West Coast style. This IPA is brewed with Cascade, Centennial, and CTZ hops, and is accompanied with a flora, fruity, and citrus aroma. Tahoe Deep is a perfect craft beer for an NFL football game and an excellent beer from Knee Deep Brewing Company in Auburn, California, located here in the greater Sacramento beer region. Now, without further ado, sit back and relax as I interview Gina from Running for Rhett, and we'll learn more about Running for Rhett, their noble mission, and their amazing craft beer festivals. I'm here with Gina from the Running for Rhett Foundation. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing well. Well, thank you for joining me on this very hot day in September, which is a good thing is why we have a good cold beer. Heck yeah. I agree. So my first question is, uh, can you go over like the the origins of Running for Rhett and the purpose it serves for the Sacramento area? Yeah, sure. Um, Running for Rhett, basically as a group, um, we are just a a group of people who likes to get together to be active, um, to work out and to raise money to fund our youth fitness programs in the Sacramento area, which we offer at the schools here. Um, How Run and Fret got started was um, there was a little boy named Rhett. He was born to the parents of Randy and Beth, and um, he had severe cerebral palsy. Uh, They found that out at about um, four months of age. And when they found out, they dove headfirst into, um, you know, learning all they could about his disabilities. Um, And after seven years of full-time care, love and devotion, he ended up passing away at age seven. Um, And he wasn't able to really move his body in, you know, a way that would allow him to to exercise. And so um, how his mom got through the grief of losing him was a friend of hers invited her to get out and start running. And she did and ended up signing up for the first annual Shamrock and Half Marathon. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's a big local run in town. Oh, yes. And, yeah. And it ended up being on the first anniversary of Rhett's passing. And so after she did that, it inspired her to run, inspired her to get other people to run with her. And so the group just grew and grew from there. 
Um, and so basically, you know, the Run in for Rhett was formed as a nonprofit in 2007, and the group was inspired to run for Rhett. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and not only does the group run, but we also do lots of other things. We walk and jog and cycle. Um, just pretty much anything that gets your body moving um, is pretty awesome. And then our adult fitness program uh, raises money through uh, meetup memberships through our, um, raises money for our youth fitness programs, which is where we train uh, kids how to you know, be healthy, which migrates to the house, which then migrates to families being more healthy. So um, that's basically running for it in a nutshell. And we do a lot of fundraising events to raise money for the organization, which is kind of where you're going with all the beer festivals. We have um, some of the largest ones in the area. So pretty cool that we get to do that and raise money at the same time. And everyone, everyone I know in the running community, they all know about running for Rhett. They're very passionate about it. They go to their events. And they also I know local running clubs as well that definitely go to running for Rhett events. And they're very passionate about it. So it's definitely great great for the community as well and also gets people together. Yeah, for sure. And we have so many amazing um, active volunteers just within the organization that, um, you know, love the organization, very passionate about it, but also love to help the community. And so they're always the volunteers at the brew fests and any of the, you know, the running groups that are out there, um, we all kind of collaborate to, um, you know, get our racers and everybody else running codes to the different races that we offer. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's great. The running community in town is very supportive. So we, we love that. And also upcoming soon, we have the California Brewers Festival in Discovery Park here in Sacramento. How long has that festival been around and what are the origins of that festival? And, um, so what can we expect this year from California Brewers Festival? Yeah, the great thing about this festival is it one it's one of the longest running festivals in the area. This is our 28th year running. Um, greatest thing about having it, I think, is it is at Discovery Park, which, you know, lends to trees and grass and shade. And it's really nice to have the space to spread out um, rather than being on, you know, some asphalt or concrete or anything like that. Um, and what we you can expect this year, I mean, high quality event put on by the Point West Rotary Group, um, who raises 100 percent of the proceeds go to um youth serving nonprofits. So Run Infrared is one as well as Weave. We've got some um, over 67 different breweries that are coming to the event. Um, and, you know, it's a lot of local, but also a lot of regional breweries as well. Um, we do have some new um, companies coming out to, to see us, which is great um, to serve beer and other things. We also have cider, we've got wine, um, hard kombucha is pretty big this year. We've got groups coming out doing that. We've got hard seltzer as well as mead this year and some distilleries. So there'll be some, you know, kind of something for everyone, um, which we love. We're also family friendly and um, allow dogs on leash at our festival, which is something that not all the beer, um, beer festivals do. Um, but yeah, we're just looking forward to it being a little cooler. We've been watching the weather and it looks like it's definitely going to be cooler that day. It's on September 17th um, at Discovery park um so yeah hope hope everybody comes out and has a great day drinks beer whatever everyone likes to drink and just kind of helps us raise money and i love the diversity of i mean we got meaderies now we got wineries mm-hmm. and breweries and seltzers at these events and now hard kombucha is now starting to become a trending item now mm-hmm. now when it comes to organizing a beer festival what goes into organizing a beer festival with all the festival with all the breweries and all the vendors coming yeah for sure there's a ton of moving parts to organizing a brew fest i've always been part of a team 
Um, I've never organized a beer fest on my own, but I've been in the beer industry for the last 15 years. I actually started at a pretty large brewery, um, which had events throughout the country um, and have always been on a team. And so, you know, obviously you can't do it as one person, but not only do you have to, you know, gather the brewers and um, the vendors and the food trucks and all that stuff, but there's lots of other things that people don't think about, you know, organizing parking, organizing who's going to get the ice and bring it, making sure we have enough ice for all of the kegs, um, sponsors to offset the cost, uh, restrooms, where they're going to go. This year, for the first time, we have a separate VIP restroom area, which is going to be really cool because we know that's a point of contention with people going to Brewfest is there's not enough restrooms. Um, just staging, performers. Um, we've got uh, DJ Epic coming this year, an element brass band, which will be really fun, but you know, working with them to make sure they have what they need for sound quality and all that good stuff, plus permits, CHP, their security fire marshals. Um, and this year, uh, it's new. Um, we have to make sure we've got some ABC servers permitted people on site um, to kind of monitor alcohol consumption. So yeah, there's a ton. And again, we can't do it without volunteers. So there's that whole component as well, making sure that we've got people pouring and making sure the trash is getting picked up and everybody is having a good time. Like that's pretty much the overall goal is we just want to make sure um, everybody's enjoying themselves. So we got to have all those different moving parts in place for the event. Almost oh, definitely. And um, it's also a great venue too. So Discovery Park, great location. I live in South Tacomas. I could actually theoretically walk there, I believe I wanted to. So definitely, well, something I'm definitely considering. <laughs> you or could also... ride your bike. We've got mm -hmm. um, Saba out there helping with bike parking. So that's an option as well, which will help alleviate the parking too. So Right. And um, what kind of breweries can we expect to see at California Brewers Fest? So we usually see some of the same ones, but any examples of new ones or examples of breweries and or meaderies or wineries you can expect to see this year? Um, I mean, we definitely like to support our local breweries. Um, something, I mean, yes, we've got most of the local breweries are attending this year. Um, a lot of Bay Area breweries that are new. Um, we've got, um, let's see what else, Oakdale. We've got like Dying Breed out of Oakdale. There's uh, an Icelandic brewery that's coming called Einstock, I believe. Um, lots of different cider companies, regional breweries. So those are breweries that are are not just local, but they distribute throughout the country. Um, I don't want to name, I, I feel like if I name some, I've got to name them all. So oh, no uh, problem. just go to calbrewfest.org, click on brewers, and you'll see like literally 67 with more and more coming in each day. So, um, but really quick shout out, something new that we did as um, an organization this year was we decided because there are so many festivals out there and breweries, you know, they have to choose where they're going to send their beer, um, you know, throughout the year to make sure that they, you know, support as many organizations as they can. Well, we thought in order to support or for them to support us, we wanted to support them too. So every Thursday, starting back in May, we started doing Thirsty Thursday. So a group from Point West Rotary, they've got a hundred members. We would go out to a different brewery every single week. And we've been doing that since May. So I actually just moved to the area probably a year and a half ago and had only been to a handful of breweries before when I visited. But I think literally I've been to every brewery now um, just because we've gone to them to support them, which I think has been great because we've been able to meet the staff at the breweries, thank them for coming to support us. Um, we, we've had drinks there, so we're supporting them financially as well as provided like social media for them on our um, Cal, you know, Cap, or, um, California Brewers Festival social media channels. So 
that's something new that we've done. And I've gone like even this past weekend went out to like East Bay to support some of the breweries out there that are um, coming to the festival, as well as pretty much all the local ones. So um, yeah, it's been great. I've, I've had a good time. I'm sure the other people too have, <laughs> have been having a great time going out each Thursday to drink, but you know, that's what we've been doing to support our breweries that are supporting our festival. So. And it's definitely a great way to support the beer industry here in Sacramento as well. And here in Brews still, they have several beers here from Sacramento, the Bay Area, but also all around the country. And the one thing I definitely do notice is that Sacramento's beer scene definitely ranks up with all the beer scenes I, I try around the country for different beers around the country here in Bruce Still, which is great because we got a great beer scene here. And it's always great going to this beer festival scene. I always discover new beers. There was always a new brewery I'm discovering. And speaking of from Einstock uh, from Iceland, who I often refer to as a fairy tale in a bottle because how they make their beers. It's one of my favorite international breweries. It's like, um, as I call it, fairy tale in a bottle. It's an excellent brewery. And it's great to see that they're going to be back again this year. Yeah, I, we're, we were happy to see that as well. And like I said, we do have a lot of new ones that we either haven't had before or who haven't been at our um, brew festival for a long time who've decided to come back. And I don't know if it is because we're, you know, trying to build relationships with breweries rather than just, you know, ask and kind of don't talk to them again for a year. So, um, I mean, that is our main goal. We want to create relationships because if we don't have beer, you don't have a festival and then we can't raise money for our community. So that was just like a, a really big thing for us this and it's always most definitely a very positive experience to, to have at California's Burroughs Festival. And I um, mean, my next one here now, in October, we're having Farm to Fort. Uh, what was the idea behind Farm to Fort? Yeah, so Farm to Fort is a brand new event this year. Um, it's hosted by Run and Ferret um, in partnership with Midtown Association. Midtown actually came to us and they know about the high quality festivals that we put on um, with the, you know, Capital Beer Festival, um, as well as all of our running events. And we were wanting to make something a little bit um, more slightly upscale, something in the evening, um, historic venue and then incorporate not only beer because we've got the beer dialed but we wanted to bring in more spirits more cider and more wine and then also include some small bites from either local food trucks and midtown um, restaurants um, just to kind of um, you know scale it up a little bit and so we are partnering with the Midtown Association to have this festival inside the walls of Sutter's Fort um, which is a California state park they rarely do events like this inside of you know the walls because you know there's a lot going on there but it's really cool Cool. We're really looking forward to this event. Um, it's going to be, you know, you're able to wander around your, you know, sip, mix, mingle, but you also get to see like some of the exhibits at the fort. Um, and there's like a whole old distillery room that's there, a still that's outside um, that obviously hasn't been used for years and years and years, but just really cool um, like architecture and just different his historic items there. So that'll be really awesome. Um, we have live entertainment from DJ Eddie Z. We also have world-renowned painter and performer um, Dave Garibaldi from Sacramento. Um, he was on America's Got Talent and he'll be there creating two paintings live um, that will be auctioned off during the event. And he um, he's so explosive with his energy. Uh, he's a great live performer. And so um, it's just going to be an all around really fun event. The awesome thing about this event too is it's very limited with tickets. So we're only selling 900 tickets with 200 of them being VIP. Um, we only have 100 tickets left actually for VIP. This event's on October 22nd. Um, and with VIP, you get a canvas bag, you get a bottle of drink, easy wine, hot sauce from prescribed burn sauces. Um, and so these are just some of our sponsors, as well as the CHP is one of our sponsors for this event, which is kind of cool. So we're really looking forward to it. It'll be new. It'll be, you know, at night. So just kind of imagine being inside the fort with the market lights hanging and everybody just having a good 
time wandering around eating and drinking and, and mingling and checking out this live entertainment. So and it's definitely great. I'm definitely one I'm definitely amongst the 100 people who has a VIP ticket. So I'm definitely great to be part of that group. Yes. And hopefully another 100 join us. Hopefully another 100 sign up to get that VIP ticket. Yeah, and well, thank join you the for party. doing that. Yeah, we really appreciate it. We're, yeah, we're really excited about it. There's, um, I know there's a lot of festivals going on, but um, this is going to be a little bit more unique because it'll be that small, more of an intimate feel. And what they like about it too, it's in the fall. So um, I know you should beer festivals tend to happen in the spring and the summer. So it's great to see beer festivals happening more later in the year, which I think is a great idea. I know one time because of COVID, we had Capital Beer Fest in October, which I thought was actually a great time of the year to have a beer festival. So is this like, I knew it was like, was there a demand to have a beer festival in the fall? Yeah, I think. And also there isn't, I don't know if there's just not a lot. I mean, I don't know much about um, the inception of this event. I wasn't around for that, but I do know that Midtown wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, and so, you know, and they wanted to partner us with partner with us for this. So yeah, we're excited and um, can't wait to see how it turns out. And we'll see some of the same breweries and vendors carry over from California to this one? You, we will. The funny thing is, so we're trying to do a little bit more local for this one just because it's yeah. Midtown. So Midtown and surrounding, but we do have some um, Bay Area breweries, but we are capping. I think we're pretty, we're full already for, for breweries um, just because it is, you know, beer is part of it, but there's also the spirits, um, you know, and wine and aspect of this event as well. And so, um, yeah, we are getting some local wineries and distilleries. So yeah, it's just going to be a good night all around. And so a great venue to have it at and also a very mm -hmm. good part of town too. a lot of history too. a lot of history and beer combat that we're gonna be having at this festival was it was that kind of was there a lot, of, a lot of themes discussed before the decision was made where to have this event at in the fall like a lot of ideas tossed around like vendor like in terms of, in terms of location and yeah we know we wanted to do one in the fall i i mean one of the reasons like you're saying before the people from the capital beer festival who did have it in october that one year because of covid we ended up having it like twice in a year and i think that timer was like october and then march um they wanted a festival in october October. So we kind of said, you know, we don't want to do like another full beer festival. So this came up and that was just kind of the, um, you know, kind of what everybody uh, came together on. So yeah, it, it is. There are a lot of beer festivals happening this fall. I mean, it's kind of crazy as to how many people are just coming out of, of COVID and, and just wanting to create events um, and attend events. So I, I'm interested to see like how attended all of the events are happening in the fall. But hey, you know what? Our goal is to get people people out having fun and again, give back to our local community. So hundred percent, again, of the proceeds from this event, go to our youth fitness program for running for it. It's most definitely for an excellent cause brought about by community and also good beverages as well. Good beer and also supporting a local craft beer scene as well. Definitely an amazing experience. Yeah, and I can't sure. wait for both events. Yeah. Well, thank you. Looking forward thank to seeing you there. And um, thank you. Thank you. Likewise, likewise as well. And my final question is um, any favorite beers or breweries you have? Personally. Okay. So <laughs> I, like I said, I've worked in the craft beer industry for 15 years, mainly with one brewery. Um, and I'll tell you the name of the beer that was my favorite for a really long time. And it was Black Butte Porter. And I'm sure you've heard of that beer before. It's from uh, not a little brewery anymore, but a brewery up in um, in Bend, Oregon called Deschutes. Um, since then, I have traveled the country probably four times back and forth. I've moved um, to the East Coast and then um, moved to Sacramento about a year and a half ago. And 
my tastes have definitely changed. Um, and I don't know if because I'm in California, I just want something a little bit lighter, but my favorite styles so far um, living here have been um, German style beers. And you know, it's, it's kind of hard to get a really good German style beer. Um, my husband actually uh, went to brewing school in Germany and found my favorite beers while I was over there. And then trying to find them when I came back was difficult, but here in the Sacramento area, there are so many breweries that have great German style beers. Um, I'm going to mention one. I went out to Crooked Lane and was very impressed with their selection of German style beers. So I really enjoyed that. Um, I also really like Mexican lagers. So again, low alcohol, light Chris, um, Dying Breed and Movement both had really good Mexican lagers that I liked. I'm not one of those people who remembers the names of beers that I have, but I do remember styles and like what I liked from them. So, um, and then finally, English Milds and Bitters. So you're talking to someone that's not like a hazy IPA or IPA person. Um, I do love good IPAs and good hazies, um, but I'm I'm a, I'm a little different. I like English Milds and Bitters. And recently um, I went to Track 7. They had a really good um, bitter, I believe, or a mild that was like 3.8% alcohol, super crisp. And then Bike Dog always has something um, English on, which I liked. So I would say that. I also really like Barrel Age Sours. Um, yeah, so those are kind of like my jam for beers. Currently, I'm a mood drinker, so my tastes could change depending on the weather. Um, yeah, I mean... I don't know what to tell you. I've been on a tasting panel. I was on a tasting panel, a sensory panel for five years. And so I'm a little bit picky, which is kind of sad sometimes when I go to, to places I'm like, I wish I could just sit here and enjoy this without like critiquing or like, you know, figuring out what flavors are in there or what hops are in there, you know, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, Sacramento, like you're saying, um, like world-class beer. Um, the breweries I've been to are great. I joined the uh, Sacramento Beer Enthusiast Group, which has been super helpful. Um, one of the most positive uh, beer groups I'm, I've been in. I've been in a lot of Facebook beer groups where there's just a lot of talk, you know, negativity in there. Um, and I reached out to the admin of that group to say, you know, I think it's a really positive group. And anytime I travel, I kind of reach out in there just to ask and people have really great advice. So um, I would say that's pretty awesome. And that's um, a good, um, like a good showing. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but for the Sacramento beer scene. It's great because you know, it's great to see the week of Sacramento beer scene get more, I hope it gets more exposure to as well. I really these craft beer scenes all around the country and one day i want to see an article that has sacramento in the top 10 yep. which i'm pretty optimistic that eventually we're going to get there because having beers like i mentioned earlier like beers from all around the country from different beer cities and beer scenes i thought they're good but sacramento definitely is in their neighborhood yeah i agree and um this is actually the first place i've lived where i have a ton of visitors that i mean whether it's they're coming to sacramento you know for vacation or to to work or they're headed out to like all the different regions but they're going to stop by and see me i mean i have a hard time choosing Using which brewery to take them to because they're all so good. You know, it just kind of depends on what they're looking for if they have food. Um, but yeah, definitely world class. And I don't feel, um, you know, there isn't any place that I'm like, oh no, we're not going to go there because that place isn't good. I feel like every place I've gone to has been um, has had really excellent beers. And it's also great from a tourism standpoint because no matter where tourists is at in Sacramento, they're always close to a great brewery they can go check out. They can go check out. And Farm to Fort is definitely a perfect weekend getaway 
really for anyone looking to visit Sacramento. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Um, yeah, we are definitely targeting some areas outside of here to try to bring people from, you know, the Bay Area or even like Tahoe, Truckee, Redding, you know, Chico, all kind of out outside of the area to come and stay here. I mean, we've got some awesome, you know, I think um, there's a hotel. Gosh, I don't want to say the wrong name. I want to say it's like Sutter's Fort Hotel, um, who is like one of our sponsors, I believe. And that place is beautiful. And it's like literally right across the street from the um, uh, from the fort, Sutter Fort Hotel. Yeah, it's okay. I think I don't know if it's new or just revived, you know, or or what, but it's it's gorgeous. They have a beautiful bar inside and um, yeah, getting people to come check out like the different hotels that we have in town too, and make a weekend out of it. Like you said, I think is an excellent idea. Well, definitely. Um, before we wrap this up, anything else like to add at the moment before we conclude this interview? Um, no, I appreciate you taking the time to, you know, get your tickets to the to be a VIP at both of our events. Looking forward to seeing you there. Um, and yeah, like I said, we're just um, hoping to get people out to enjoy a day of, of imbibing um, California Brewers Festival with families and with friends. And then Farm to Fort is a 21 and over event, but it'll be something different, um, a little bit more, you know, intimate, like I said. But yeah, come join us. We'd be happy mm -hmm. to see you. And like I said, all your um, money coming in goes to Run and Fret Youth uh, Fitness Programs, which is amazing to get get kids out moving so yeah almost definitely thank you, thank you, thank you for joining <laughs> thank you yeah. That there is my talk with Gina from Running for Red. If you haven't done so, do check out California Brewers Festival and their inaugural Farm to Fort Beer Festival. As both events do support a very noble cause with Running for Red. Tickets are still available in both the general and VIP admission. And I highly recommend attending as a VIP. I'll be at both events on the VIP ticket and where many amazing craft beers will be discovered. Destined to be profiled here on Brew Stilled. And that there should do for me on this edition of Brew Stilled. Please do check out this podcast on Instagram. Instagram at Brewstilled Podcast. It is there you find photos of the beers and beverages profiled here in Brewstilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast on your desired podcast directory, as feedback is always appreciated. Go out to enjoy some good beer, bourbon, and whiskey. And please do remember to get your tickets for California Brewers Festival and Farm to Fort. I'm your host, Brandon, and thank you for joining me, and I'll see you all next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled. Cheers, folks. Uh -huh.